Hello. Thank you for listening and watching You at Options. This episode, I have Dante Graziani on. Uh, we are in his shop, Swamp Rags, in New Orleans. Um, Dante, plug all your, all your social media and all your exploits. Absolutely. Thank yeah. you for saying my name right. You were very nervous about... Well, it was... <laughs> I, I, you know, I had tried to figure it out on my own you did before. great you did great graziani just phonetically you did right. it um yeah you can reach me um my personal instagram is swamp shark 666 uh swamp rags just at swamp rags is uh my business instagram um if you want to check out a podcast that I, I used to do uh with my buddy matt Harmon, who's crew with less than jake uh it's tour pass podcast that's on all streaming services um check out pairs the band check out um joystick fucking band i play with sometimes that's about it i think thanks dante yeah uh check out you at options at you at options uh i have a shirt now you can go to uh com slash shop and it's there um yeah thanks again dante absolutely thank you for having me thanks for coming hell yeah thanks thanks for listening and watching just strobing over oh, there oh man now. oh sorry um we're going Hi. we're going Hello. yeah thanks for having me welcome swamp rags welcome to swamp rags i opened a store um we're i'm doing that i'll be here if, every, if anyone wants to assassinate me i'll be here probably every day of my life now do you find a lot of people uh have it out for you in that sort of way i would hope not no <laughs> i'm gonna say no mm, no but one or two maybe um yeah, I, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, maybe a couple of people in Germany. That's a whole thing. Oh man, German merch people, or German people with merch. It's like it's not fun. They're, they're, I don't, I don't know how many people of your, how many of your listeners are German, but they're very particular, and sometimes they annoy me. Sometimes they're mean, and I tell them, you know what, you can't buy anything here. And so therefore, Wait, these are German people. German people at shows that are trying merch. to buy merch. And what, do you have like a, a? Do you have an example? Um, they're just I don't know. They could. Uh, this, this is not how I wanted to start, but it's fine. <laughs> we don't have to talk about it. <laughs> no, if you no. Want no to. The, uh, Germans. I've talked about it on my podcast as well. Um, Germans are particular people. They are factual speaking people, mm, yes. and um, sometimes they might say things that are like rude to you and me but to them it's not um <laughs> i don't know like your merch sucks i wouldn't I'm, i i would buy the i would buy your merch if the merch was better but this merch is garbage you're like whatever like <laughs> just say shit like that like, it, they, like it's helpful um no i don't my, the ultimate move when people are trying to buy merch and they're being rude to you is to tell them i'm not selling you anything oh and then they want it more yeah 
It's it. That's that's the power move, I think. Mm-hmm. So yeah, other than like three people in Germany, I did that too. Pretty sure I'm on good terms with most. So oh, that's good. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Try to be. That's funny. I have a um, a German friend, and I sent him some of our music, and he's like, "I don't like this." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, he's like, "I don't like this music." Yeah, <laughs> it's it's I. I I love Germany and I have a lot of very good German friends. Oh, yes. It's just cultural. They're, they're it's all cultural, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, this guy, Stefan, who uh, drove for pairs a few times, like, he, um, we always fuck with him. Like, we're like, Stefan, I love you. And he's like, thank you. And he's like, <laughs> say it back. And say he's it. like, I don't mean it. I don't use that word. I don't use that word loosely. They, they, which is like a cultural difference where yeah. it's like, you know, you could give someone a fucking extra egg roll at the, fucking Chinese restaurant like yeah. oh my god I love you and over there it's not no yeah love it's means the serious word yeah so they're not just throwing around love no I love white claw yeah so that's that's how much I say it <laughs> how uh, how long have you had the store uh, we're open? brand we're brand new um, we opened July 31st I think today's the 20th today's yeah. the 19th um, so yeah we're, we're very very brand new um but this has been a long work in the making. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, crazy path. I didn't think I, did, I never would have thought this would be a thing. Um, I was doing this type of shit before COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, like not not thrift. What, what do you call it? Like vintage. vintage yeah, vintage, yeah. Uh, yeah. I was just doing vintage stuff vintage before COVID. Stuff, yeah. um, this guy Jordan, who played guitar in this band called The Frights, he um, he he got me into it and. Um, I've always loved nostalgia. I've always loved like, yeah. you know, thrifting with my dad or like antiques and all that shit. So, um, nostalgia is like a fucking drug, you know? And, oh, and, yeah. Um, yeah. I just like, uh, saw what my buddy Jordan was doing and just ran with it. And then COVID happened and I'm like, I'm just going to spend all my time and energy mm. doing this. Wait, so you're going to like estate sales and different. Yeah. Um, thrifting every day. Estate sales are for sure where like, if you're buying like a collector's like like a, a guy that like if you're buying someone's like whole lifetime collection of shit, you're yeah. gonna have a better day in an estate sale versus like a month in a thrift store. Yeah. It's just it's it's um thrift stores uh thrift stores are great. Estate sales is like when it's like that's when you're really like hauling shit, you know. That's weird. Yeah. I've never thought about it that yeah. way. So like and an estate sale, you are funneling stuff through this person who is like might have had very specific like elvis collection or something yeah you know? or like i mean shit dude i went to a house that was like mickey mouse they called it the mickey mouse house in the, in the listing like they just had so much disney shit and universal shit and like they just these people were just obsessed with it um there's a there's a house i went to last year that like star trek like just everything star trek okay um i drove to montgomery alabama actually uh oh, yeah. shout out all those puffer jackets yeah shout out to the, <laughs> to the boys out there um <laughs> all those puffer jackets in the corner came from this one guy's house and this guy was into every sport and every nascar driver and every like country artist like he just had 30 of everything of every team yeah. and one of the local dudes there was like well that doesn't make any sense i don't know what team it was but it was like auburn auburn yeah. and uh alabama and um what's crimson tide alabama yeah, yeah. he's like how does why does he have both of those you can only have one you can only have one right and he's like you must choose yeah but yeah i don't know yeah 
Also, estate sales are the biggest fucking rush in the world. How so? Uh, I mean, just imagine <laughs> breaking into someone's house and stealing anything you want legally. Oh, shit. And you're not stealing it. You're paying right. for it. But it's basically, I mean, like, it, the, the, the profit margins are just crazy. Yeah. But it's like, if you're into reselling or if you're into just collecting, if yeah. you've always wanted a thing, whatever your thing could be, you know, just you just. I'm about to go in this guy's house and yeah. take whatever I want. And like, it's a thrill. It's a, do, do you ever like? So your mindset going into it is you're you're uh, robbing this person. I mean, okay, but also at the same time, in a fun way, in a fun way, but also sometimes a Pink like, Panther way. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I get kind of sad and like because it's a dead person's house, mm. and you know it is kind of a weird trip. It's like people are like rummaging through this house and like picking through shit and like and it's like it's i don't know it's someone's like whole life right yeah. there in things and things in general are crazy you know like connections that you have mm. to things and whatever yeah. and for it all to just be like sold in a day right is crazy yeah it's um, crazy yeah the uh a lot of meaning put into something that you to me, you know, it might not mean anything, but to this person, yeah. it was like, yeah, you know, some memory wrapped up in it. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's gotten me looking at things differently, too. Ooh. In general, I'd say, like, just, I don't know. Yeah. Um, you also never know what the fuck is going to be, you know, a thing. I, like, I don't have a good example. But, like, okay, for instance, like, I remember as a teenager taking a cruise to Mexico mm-hmm. and there's all these like rap tees of like Tupac and Biggie and like whatever those yeah. shirts are worth a thousand dollars each now and they were just at this like little corner store right. in Mexico I don't you know what I mean like yeah. you just never know and so and I'm, I'm not condoning hoarding but like don't if like it, it it aggravates me people that are just like not aggravates me but like I, my mom basically my whole life was like let's get rid of shit and yeah. I'm like no I don't want to get rid of shit I want to like I don't know whatever but there's a fine line yeah, yeah. whatever um, as long as you know <coughs> you don't have like cat be, cat yeah. mummies don't be a like, yeah. yeah don't be gross about it um <laughs> yeah it's fun though um yeah I never thought this would be a thing but it's what I'm doing with most of my time now is have you found something uh when you going through the estate sales or or thrifting like that you somehow you got sentimental about and you're like i don't want to resell this yeah i'm pretty i'm pretty selective on like the stuff that i keep for myself um it's yes and no there's there, there definitely are some of those things like not, um, but for the most part, I'm like churn and burn. I'm, I just want to fucking flip it. Right. You know? Like, um, and doing the store is great cause it's just more of a numbers game. Yeah. It's just volume. It's like, whereas other people online who don't have a storefront are probably trying to curate more and mm. trying to like do one piece at a time. I'm like, let's just fucking put it up there and it'll go. And then we'll put another one up there and yeah. do that 30 times a day. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, 
I've had okay, I've had sentimental like estate sales where it's like not necessarily about one item, but like about like the whole experience of that day. Okay. And just I don't know. I've had it's just like a crazy day. I don't. This is kind of a winded thing, but like the the big catalyst of us, me and my business partner Chris Olson, opening this store is. Um, long story short, it's kind of related to touring. These people locally in New Orleans used to tour with like Ozfest and all these other festivals, um, and they just sold like novelty T-shirts of just like movies or I don't like anything. Yeah. Just it was kind of like a mobile Spencer's. Okay. Uh, but for like festivals, <laughs> yeah. but not as gross. Yeah. You know? Wiener straws dicks and, and yeah. Always the dicks. Oh, so many dicks. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they did that. Uh, Katrina happened. They mm. packed it up. They stopped that part of their business. Yeah. Um, COVID happened. They shut down their stores here. That was similar, like novelty stuff. Um, they shut them down and they had to liquidate everything. So they put 3,000. They, they had this yard sale basically. And we literally met up for coffee like the day before, uh, the Monday before, and it was a Saturday. Yeah. And he's like, you need to get down here right now. And it's 3,000 dead stock vintage shirts just sitting out there. And um, they're like, how much for all of it? And they give us a price, and we're like, that's not bad, but that's a, that's a lot of money. That's a lot, yeah. And uh, then we start digging through it, and we're like, all right, that's cool. That's cool. Fuck, it's all really cool. We just got to get it all. And, um, yeah, it's, there was, that's kind of what made all this happen. It's, it, it was, it was 3000 shirts. Damn. Um, so you guys bought the whole thing, bought the whole thing, triple the investment and nice. still have a lot of it upstairs. <laughs> yeah. This Mars attack shirt is, that's part of it. Yeah. We had, we had a bunch of those. A bunch of Mars attack shirts. Yeah. Yeah. So why was there so many Mars attack shirts? They just, it was just crazy. Like, oh, they were just Mars Attack shirts, like Clockwork Orange shirts, um, Simpson shirts, mm. South Park shirts, like anything. Oh, okay. you know, they just had all these and they just toured with Ozfest. And like, here's some this. people would call them dirt merchants, which is a term for like derogatory. Derogatory. Mm. Sorry. We could edit that. You want to write I'll, down? I'll, the- I'll edit it. We're, <laughs> we're at 12, 1242. Uh, yeah. Edit out dirt merchant. Is that actually you think? What? Dirt, like, are you, I, I didn't know if you were doing a bit. I'm doing a bit. Yeah. Okay, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know. Fuck, maybe that is a term of like... I don't know. That's some terrible... <laughs> anyway. Uh, it's, um, uh, it sounds like you don't want to be a dirt merchant. When I think a dirt merchant, I think of like... Uh, I just think of hippies. Wook. Yeah. yeah like which crusty people. I'm fine with being derogatory to of fucking Of course. Wooks, they have dude. no feelings. Yeah. No. They're yeah. so high. They're doing whippets. God, yeah. God knows what else. Yeah, speaking of that, man, I don't know how much you walked around the French Quarter here in New Orleans today. A little bit. It's off season. Once, um, I don't know, I don't know how Mobile is for for that culture, mm-hmm. but um, once it gets cooler, October, November, yeah, they come here in droves mm. and hang out. You know, yeah, it's kind of the perfect city for that. You could drink on the street, and you know, <coughs> yeah, yeah, it's funny in Mobile. Uh, anytime you see a uh, a crust person, mm-hmm. uh, a person of the crust persuasion, mm-hmm. uh, they're always trying to get to New Orleans. Yeah, no, it's that sounds about right. It's kind of a straight shot. Yeah. Yep. 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 Um. 
Yeah, you know. Anyway, I mean, I'm assuming you mostly want to talk about like music stuff, there. Right? We can talk about we don't music have to stuff. Talk about t-shirts. No, I love talking, talk, <coughs> talking shop because it's in your space here. What's this? This main street right here. We are on St. Louis, uh, the main street. We're we're a block off Decatur, which is yeah, the main street. Yeah, yeah. Decatur has. If you go that way, it's the St. Louis Cathedral, and we're very close to that. Cafe du Monde, right. all that shit. So this is like a pretty good this is a crazy location it is it is and um man i wanted we have 1500 square feet here and i wanted like 500 square feet yeah this is a pretty big spot yeah and my business partner fucking made the right call and was like dude we gotta just just go go for for it it, you know and um we've had a great first month and looking forward to many many more um yeah I've always I've always wanted to live in the French Quarter. Yeah. I still haven't done that, but I mean, this is a good next step, you know, that I'm yeah. fucking spent, stoked on. Spent a lot of your time here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's beautiful. I've I'm born and raised, you know, in the New Orleans area. I love New Orleans. And, yeah, you know. So you, yeah, you've been here your whole life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did the Katrina thing? <laughs> <laughs> nah, it, it, Katrina. Um, Katrina was kind of, as I'm sure we're gonna do with covid it's like pre 9-11 post 9-11 pre-katrina it's like uh, same thing with covid they call it like signposts where it's like exactly pre yeah Yeah. pre-katrina post-katrina yeah Yeah. and crazy for me is that like i didn't go to shows before katrina yeah i'm 20 i'm turning 29 on monday Mm. um so i was a little younger and yeah i was in middle school and i started going to shows so like that kind of started the second chapter of my life yeah like here's this you know thing that you're gonna it didn't ruin my life like the cliche punk rock ruined my life. It was it was great. It, it you know things are great. Um, but yeah, just another one of those crossroads things of just like New Orleans post Katrina was kind of a crazy thing. It's like yeah, there was a unity and there was just like a sense of like we're we're gonna fucking do this. You yeah, know? and kids had nothing else to do and like it, shows were crazy back then. Really, you know yeah. Um, Actually, um, Aaron, who uh, forget his last name, I apologize. Um, he he's his page is in the defense of ska and all that. He has a book oh right, yeah, that. yeah, Aaron yeah. Kane's Kane's. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, Aaron. I, yeah, I know um, you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. He interviewed me the other day and talking a lot about that and like, it, it, it's crazy. It's like punk ska was like going crazy here when it really wasn't anywhere else in the in the country. Uh, okay. You know, um, yeah. Did you guys have any of that at all? Like, I guess ska movement. Yeah, uh, there's a band called Shut Up Travis back in the day. They weren't from maybe they were from Mobile. I know that name. Yeah, maybe Montgomery. I don't know. Shut Up Travis. Yeah. yeah. There, uh, there's a couple like Mississippi. Yeah. Ska bands. Yeah. There's Stereo Hype and our buddies. Stereo Hype. Yeah. Raccoon suit and all them. And, oh yeah. Yeah. Um, Stereo Hypes been around for a while yeah i don't know when they started I, or I, they might have just like got back together or something. i think I, that was the first band i saw at my first show of like i mean i went to like concerts with my parents or whatever but like, right but going know, to a, a punk yeah diy yeah show yeah all ages venue thing it was like this is what i want to do every weekend you yeah. know and you know um yeah there's a a pretty decently popular band called pain pain from, pain for mobile no. Yeah, but they were, yeah. That's probably I don't know. It's probably the biggest ska 
band I can think of. Sure. Was ska always your thing? Um, yeah, sort of. I mean, yeah, definitely. I, absolutely. I don't know why I said sort of. <laughs> it, it just like <coughs> right place, right time, you know, for New Orleans and shit. And like it started with like my best friend who's in Joystick, like bringing over a real big fish CD. And it was just like, what the fuck? I, I've heard something like this. What is it? You yeah. know, and then like putting a name to it and like diving deep into it and then realizing like holy shit there's a local scene of like all these kids that are also into this mm-hmm. um it just blossomed uh i i i will always love it i still love it um scott scott yeah. um i don't i don't know how much i listen to it comparatively to back then you know i i still do um but for the most part um I don't know. In general, I'm kind of in a weird point in my life where like music is not as much of my life as it used to be hmm. because touring's not happening. Not existent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in my opinion, and I've just shifted and like focused on this shit, um, which is great. Vintage, um, which is great, but it, it's kind of like it's kind of a melancholy thing right now. Um, what? Just music being like kind of like uh oh and like in flux and like limbo type of yeah because yeah, for me it was always a live show like oh yeah i love out al- i'm i love listening to albums but i'm not that guy i'm not like i'm not gonna have a 45 hour long minute debate yeah about like which menzinger's album is the best <laughs> you know or whatever the fuck i i, I which is the best waitress song yeah i'm just like, joking. you know i'm just like it's a uh, I'm just not that guy. And I have plenty of friends that are They're like, oh, well, this one is like, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to review an album. I, I don't know. I'm, I, it's always been about the live show. Yeah. And then whatever sticks out to me at the live show, that's the song that I'm going to try to find and I'm going to listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's pretty devastating that like, that's just not a thing. As, it, it's becoming more and more a thing. But, you know, it's just like it's uh, and it's also not just about the show. It's about the whole experience getting the beer getting the t-shirt doing the mm-hmm. whole fucking thing and for that to just disappear like that is fucking so fucked <laughs> you yeah. know and um yeah i don't know yeah i feel that uh yeah it's it's so weird like how many people you meet through music and you don't realize how many people you've met until you're in some like maybe another country or uh, yeah, on the other yeah. side of the on the other side of our country and you go to a a show or something you see people that you know it's like oh shit yeah absolutely i mean i've yeah i've i have a whole fucking network of people around the world of just like a lot of people i know from touring and from doing shit is like there's a gray area of like i don't know when i met you right even when you came in today i'm like dude i've met you somewhere you're familiar like you know it's this gray area of like this that that's just always been a thing and um, yeah, I don't know. It's fucking crazy. Existence in general is crazy. And then it's like weird. to be into certain circles where like, you know, we're all here because of like a certain band, a certain whatever scene. Yeah, it's a trip. Um, and it's like equally huge and like not that big at the same time. Wow. You know? Yeah. They're in a weird like web. Mm hmm. Yeah, and like connections, you know, fucking, right. yeah, I don't know. 
I'm I'm excited to get back out there. Um, I'm supposed to be leaving for a tour in September. Um, can you say what tour? Oh yeah, I can. Um, if you want to. Less than Jake just announced a tour, which I'm not going on, which I'm bummed about because I'm already booked for this. Oh no. Um, I'm curious what your reaction is going to be to this band. I'm, I'm oh man, I'm excited. It's a '90s band. Okay. Uh, they're called Toad the Wet Sprocket. You know <laughs> yeah, them? I yeah. know Toad the Wet. Yeah. I honestly didn't before I got the job and uh, recognizable. You know. Yeah. yeah. What's know? The, what was their big song? All I want. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The and it, it, the best way to I can just all I want feel this way. It's yeah. it's the montage song for like a '90s Ooh. love scene. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Um. Yeah, and like I'm trying to explain what that band is like to people that don't know them. I'm like, okay, their last uh, headlining, their last like co-headlining tour was with Bare Naked Ladies, and they're like, oh, okay, okay, I know Bare Naked Ladies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so, like, how did you get set up with Toad the Wet Sprocket? <laughs> my roommate. Um, oh, okay. I, I live in a house with. Uh, I met my roommate working for Hamilton the musical. Locally, what? Oh, okay. I was doing merch for Hamilton the musical. No, I'm not Sling, slinging merch. I didn't. Yeah, it was a local gig. That gig actually kind of sucked. Like they were very corporate, and oh, I'm, I'm like, sure. I know yeah. what I'm doing, and they're like telling me like, all right, so like their culture is to like you know going to Hamilton is the same as going to Disney World for these people, and you have to like treat them as such, and like don't ever ask is that it? Which ask them is there anything else you're interested in? We don't want them to think that. Their money that this the money that they're spending isn't enough. Ah, the tickets are very expensive. No. The merch is very expensive. I'm like, I hate this. Why am I doing this for fucking twelve dollars an hour? Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, so uh, my roommate LJ, shout out the homie. She, um, me and her were on break, and like I ended up being like, so what? What else do you do? And she's like, oh, I tour. And I'm like, oh my god, I do too. She kicks ass. Um, her husband Pat, he's like, like the last tour. Or like the last things that she's currently out with Guns N' Roses, um, and he's doing flyouts every now and then working for Bruno Mars. So like they're up there, <laughs> um, and they know a ton of people. And yeah. like, and then eventually I was looking for a house to live at because my situation was tricky because I'm like in and out on tour, or I right. was in and out on tour. I'm like, all right, I need to find a place that's just month to month that's clean and nice and. Yeah, turned it was them, and turns out we have a million mutual friends and all that. Um, so yeah, things were pop, popping back up, and I've grown to love them, and we all have like a good household and shit. And um, fucking friend of hers, who tour managed manages to the West Rock, is like, we need a merch guy, and so here I am. Oh, there, there I will be. <laughs> so yeah, link in bio. Probably not. <laughs> How many <coughs> how many dates? It's fucking two months. It's Ooh, which is like buddy. jumping right back into it and doing two months straight is, is scary. And my business partner is awesome. And like I we had a long talk about it today and he's like he's like, Oh dude, I'm fine. Yeah. Don't worry about it. You know? He's like I'm more stressed about it uh than he is. He's he's fine with it. Um so it's and I was telling him this today too. It's like, dude, you uh you're like not the same person at the end of the tour than you are at the beginning of a tour. Uh You know, if it's a month long, it's like your perspective and like 
things are not the same. Right. Your eyes are glazed over. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm just like, I don't, I don't know. A lot can happen in a month, let alone two months. And it's scary, but you know, that's always been the plan that like, this will be a second income for me. This will be like a, a, a uh, investment in a project and I'll have the touring as well. Yeah. Cause I only had like five years of touring and only like three of those were like really comfortable in a bus and like getting paid money that I could right. survive on. You know? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of it was eating shit. Right. You know, which I don't regret. It was great, but no, it was, dude. it gotta, was eating shit. Gotta pay your dues, man. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Fucking right. Right. Yeah. Uh, wow. Um, the the Hamilton thing just threw me off. Oh. Yeah, that was definitely. Did they make you dress up and? You had to wear a Hamilton T-shirt. Oh, okay. Yeah, it wasn't I, that bad. I was hoping they would make you. I wear was like the only guy. 1800s. It was all girls. It was all female people except for me. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, it didn't trip me up too much, but I'm just like, why am I doing this? It was just another thing of like, why am I doing this? Yeah. Uh, but it what's you know changed my life. I fucking met my roommate and right. like you know whatever whatever things are crazy i saw that i saw a meme the other day that was like when people go back in time in movies they're worried about fucking anything up because the smallest change can like butterfly effect but yeah yeah, the butterfly effect but like in the present you don't think about that no you know we're just fucking gunning it like let's just oh man are you you a movie guy uh yeah i do love movies i don't know but (sighs) i just watched uh primer the other day you know primer primer so crazy uh, time travel thing. Okay. Yeah. That just made me think of Primer. I don't think I've seen Primer. <laughs> I, I shouldn't say I'm a movie guy. There's a lot of movies I haven't seen that I fucking should. I could get shamed for real bad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Duck's a great movie guy. Oh, Duck okay. from Joystick, when you get him on. Shout out. Yeah. Shout out to the boy. <laughs> yeah. Um, so... But you also, you, you were telling me earlier, you played in Joystick. I do play in Joystick sometimes. Um, I'm not the original drummer. Hmm. I'm also not on any recordings, really. Okay. <laughs> like, I, I'm on, like, recordings. Like, I play the newest album. I play drums on one song that's, like, an interlude, and there's two drummers okay. on it. Um, and also, I fucking hate recording. Like, that is... Stressful. It's like the same as like doing my taxes. I'm yeah, like, this is stressful. not fun for me. Right, not fun. No. Uh, and the, Kyle, the drummer, drummer of Joystick's great at it and enjoys it, I think. So yeah. happy to trade off. Um, yeah, I'll play with them locally or on tour if I have nothing else going on and they need a guy. Uh, I think the last tour that they did I was on, I want to say. Um, yeah, it's a good time. I like I like doing it. I'm not the best drummer. Um definitely a better merch manager or tour manager than a drummer <laughs> but i do enjoy it um i just i'm not quick enough on my right i'm also okay so i'm left-handed mm. and i'm playing a right-handed kit so i play open like this yeah you know and then on top of that like my right foot isn't fast enough i can't do the double up pump punk beat you know yeah it's yeah without making drum noises with my mouth i can't really describe it and yeah. i don't want to do that but Whatever. I have limitations, basically, yeah. of, of what I can do. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Fucking. At one point, fucking. It's so stupid, like, and naive. But at one point, like, the original drummer of Pairs was like, I'm not going to tour. And, like, they were trying to figure out a drummer. And yeah. Brian wanted me to do it. And I'm like, no. <laughs> Absolutely not. I'm not playing drums in that band. Yeah. 
I just, whatever. I'm like, I'm not good, dude. It's not going to work. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a big, like, I know their songs are pretty. God, I can't. <laughs> and it was like first album too, Go to Prison, which is like not as insane, I think, technicality wise or whatever, but still. Yeah. Just, I can't hold a flame to that or whatever the expression is. Yeah. 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 Uh, so with your shift into um, the store, mm-hmm. was there any thought of like, I'm just going to do this? What do you mean? Like, um, instead of like going back out on the road? <clears throat> As I was saying, is like, you know, I only have five years under my belt of like really doing it. Um, and I, like, it seemed like, um, like I, part of me was like, I need more. I need, I need, right. I need some more touring. I need some more, some countries I want to go to. There's some places I want to see, whatever. Um, I got to get back out there yeah. as soon as I can. Um, I still feel that way. I still want to tour. Um, however, I was telling my business partner this earlier too. It's like, not that I, I'm here to work when I'm touring, I'm there to work and not that I don't want to work, but like if touring means you don't get to do anything on your days off, you have to like stay in a hotel room. If it means that you have to, um, that you can't like hang out after the show, you can't like, if it's basically like a bare bones, like almost lockdown in between shows, not that I'm not going to do it, but that just, that kind of, kind of sucks you know yeah. like that's um i don't know i don't know how to tour in this world right now without it right yeah you know yeah because we were talking before and it's like is it worth going through the trouble of setting stuff up mm-hmm. set, like setting up shows and to be locked like down for two weeks getting merch made yeah shit like that and then if one person gets it or whatever and like all right well that person has to leave and we get someone else or like if you know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's just, it could be real, real messy. Um, I don't know. It's such a weird thing. Um, there was just that moment where it seemed like it was like, we did it before Delta, the Delta variant was out and about. It was like, there was a moment where it was like, from here on out, we're, we're that shit's in the past. We're good. Yeah. Shows can happen. <coughs> we're back, baby. Yeah, dude. Yeah. For a second. And then like, it was too good to be true, obviously. Right. Yeah. We had a great show locally, uh, Pairs and Joysticks double At the skate park. Release. Were you there? No, but no. I, I was. I wanted to make it out, but I remember like, it was like, there's a 90% chance of rain. We I'm did like, it under a bridge. Yeah. Um, And it didn't actually rain. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I've, yeah. That was like, that was a beautiful moment. Um, Beautiful show. And like, just people I haven't seen in years and just everyone people came from all there's over. a lot of I saw people posting videos and there's yeah. a lot of people there some yeah. dude flew in from Denver we had some friends from Houston um real quick I just want to shout out to uh Hollis Murphy rest in peace local legend oh yeah, so, yeah. you know about him well, yeah. yeah dude that's that was such a fucking devastating mm. loss to Bummer. the world <laughs> yeah you know but we uh we sent him off and traditionally New Orleans funerals a beautiful service and all that nice fucking sucks man that's a uh, yeah that's a fucking bummer it's tough man <laughs> get fucking vaccinated yeah don't don't don't, don't, don't play around. around with that shit yeah. yeah yeah it's tough man um yeah but anyway 
Um, yeah, dude. It's fucking like we were just saying. Like, life is so weird. Yeah, it's it's so fragile. But like, yeah, you don't feel that way. Like me, me driving eighty miles an hour over here. Right. I wasn't like, oh my god, I could hit like a bump and just like my car flip over. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. No, it's I don't know. It's uh, I'm in therapy. I love therapy. It's good. Yeah. And. I've worked through a lot of issues, but also it's just good just to check. I would love to push that as well, just as a thing that everyone should do. Anyone that's listening, like just check in and just like, yeah, even if everything's going great, you know, right. It's good to like reflect and like think on yourself and your life. Yeah. And I don't know, whatever. It's just, uh, existence. Yeah. Weird. For, yeah. And for me, in my experience, and I think this is general, like it's good to talk to somebody who has like no unbiased, unbi- yeah. even if you're talk, your parents have bias, like mm-hmm. good, bad or indifferent. They do. Your friends have bias. Yeah, you know. absolutely. Yeah. Did a, a, a New Orleans bug just fly in my mouth? Yeah, we have some bugs in here. Sorry. It is with swamp rats because it is an actual swamp. <laughs> yeah. You got so many yeah. humidifiers in here. I have one humidifier, and it's actually a diffuser. I put lavender in it. It gives Ooh. the aroma of a common place. Makes people spend more. I don't know. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> that bug ruined our beautiful moment. Yeah. Yeah. It's existence, man. <laughs> Damn, chill. Motherfuckers. Yeah. Um, what's the... What's the uh, craziest thing you found in your thrifting? Um, thing you were just like, fuck, this is fucked up. Or this is weird. Oh, like, like weird? Yeah. Um, shit, hold this, actually. Oh, you got it? I'm gonna see. Dante is now uh, search, searching for a, a piece of so a, a thrift be- piece. There's this buddy of ours locally who has a shop mm-hmm. called Low Timers, and it's like more 70s and mm. stuff earlier than that. Uh, and he's a good friend of ours, and like we trade and like help each other out with shit. <coughs> um, he's super into Snoopy, like anything Snoopy or like <laughs> that shit, you know? Okay. Um, ah. We actually have two of these shirts. I'm going to hand it over to you. Yeah. It's. Oh my god! It's this fucked up like uh, '70s shirt. It's got to be '70s. It looks like oh, Charlie fuck. Brown with like Duh. I don't know acid eyes, de- decapitating Duh. Snoopy. Oh, just all pupil. Yeah, yeah. And and I have two of them for some reason. Oh my god! Yeah, it's so bizarre. Uh, and so my it. buddy Ham at Low Timers is like, "That's so fucked up," but I need it. So yeah. he he's gonna buy them off of us. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I was doing a thing where it was like, <coughs> um, I wasn't really doing it. I did a thing once where like, I was like getting shirts with Confederate flags on them or like, uh-huh. I had a shirt that said like, welcome to America and I speak English and it was like vintage <laughs> and I just burned it. You know, oh, okay. I just like put videos in line of me throwing them in a fire pit, you yeah. know? Um, yeah. Also, dude, it's fucking fucked. Like, uh, there's a lot of, a state co- estate sale companies that think it's fine to sell like 
I don't know. It's there's I know the art. They they sell Nazi stuff like yeah. actual World War Two Nazi stuff, and um, the argument is like there's a lot of different ways to look at it. It's like uh, oh, you know, those are war souvenirs. Yeah. The soldiers brought those back. Yeah. I'm like, sure, but you have no control of who's going to buy it. And chances are it's going to be a guy who's maybe a little too into into it or like whatever. Um, And also, I don't know. It's like, oh, maybe that should be in a museum. It's like, I think we have enough things in museums to remember. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's fucked up to think about. Yeah. I I understand the importance of war souvenirs. I just um, have no tolerance for fucking that type of shit Nazi yeah shit, you i know? understand yeah yeah it's definitely yeah it's definitely oh. it's fun to buy it and then destroy it <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah is it is it like what's the intention behind i guess what's the intention behind you buying it you know what i'm saying it's like yeah i don't know yeah i don't know if, if you're buying it to be like I don't know. They did some good. I don't know. They yeah, built. The they trains, built the first interstate. The chain, I don't know. The trains ran on time. Trains, you know? yeah. Idiots. Yeah. Yeah, and Confederate flag stuff is even. Uh, I mean, you know about that living in. Oh yeah. Alabama. I mean, dude, like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. And I'm ashamed to admit it, but as a child, I thought it was a cool looking flag, and I thought, oh, it's a rebel flag, the rebel right. rebellion, you know. And yeah. thankfully, my fucking dad was like, absolutely not. Right. We don't fuck with that. Yeah. That's disgusting, whatever. Yeah. And kind of like, I'm so glad he did, you know. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. There are still folks like the, I don't know, the Confederate, Sons of Confederacy, like yeah. group that's like, we are descendants of the Confederacy. And it's, it's four like, years. It's four years long. Yeah. It's not that long. It's not yeah. that serious. Right. It's yeah. some bullshit. Yeah. But more episodes. They have more seasons of The Office than they did. Years of the <laughs> That's true. The Office, Seinfeld. Yeah. Wish most you, shows. Yeah. yeah. You, sh- you should praise The Office way more yeah. than The Confederacy. You like you big fan of The Office? Oh yeah. Same. Yeah. And but I I don't really watch it anymore. They're, well, they're my sleep friends. Yeah. They moved to uh, Peacock. Peacock, yeah. and I don't have Peacock. I don't either. Then my fucking homie out in Baltimore was like, because I like post online like. I got you. I yeah. I got the login. Yeah, but I only have it on my phone. I can't put it on my TV at, at the house. And like I said, they're just my sleep friends. I just I don't even watch it. They're just yeah. they just sing me to sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm a big uh, I'm a big uh, it's always sunny guy. Same, yeah, sleep, like, sleep like friend. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm uh, I think I've outwatched Seinfeld. Like I'm like yeah, I I can't consume it anymore. I um I, I I love Seinfeld. I haven't dove as deep as I should. I love Curb for mm. sure. Um, oh yeah, Seinfeld. I know. I, like it, it's the perfect premise. It's a perfect show about right. nothing. You know, obviously. Um, right. But it's it's about nothing and everything mm-hmm. at the same time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I need to I need to just do it. Like start to finish. Yeah. Just do Sopranos because there's a lot of holes. Uh, Sopranos. I just finished <laughs> Sopranos earlier this year, and that's uh, why yeah. it's on my mind. Yeah, the, Sopranos. The movie, I started the the prequel is yeah, coming out. Saints of that. Newark. Yeah, big fan of Sopranos for sure. That took me a while. I just got Brian from Paris to to invest his time into it. He's he's watching Sopranos for the first time mm-hmm. right now too. Yeah, yeah. Wow. 
Um, yeah. Also, he's a dad now, which oh, is crazy. Shout out. Brian, Dr. Brian. <laughs> and his son, Leo, and his wife, Catherine. Good fucking people. Um, yeah. You, have you seen Pears at all? You know about Pears? I know about Pears, yeah. yeah. I don't know if I've... I've yeah, seen them at Fest. Yeah. I've seen them at Fest. Um, yeah, great band. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I love them. Shred. Shred Fest. Yeah. Cool vocals. They got, they got it all. They're all the same height. Also. <laughs> and when I was tour managing, it was even funnier because I'm... You're a tall guy. I'm like yeah. your height. Yeah. yeah. I'm like 6'3 or some shit. Yeah. It's like... My little boys. What is this NBA player yeah. doing? And I'm also younger than all of them. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Solid homies. Um, <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Yeah. Good band. Good. I, I, you know, I've, I've met, uh, Brian a couple of times, but mm-hmm. seems like a very good guy. Yeah, absolutely. Solid fucking homie. Um, yeah. Yeah. What's, uh, so we were talking about Fago mm-hmm. and uh, the Fago uh, reach mm-hmm. before the podcast because you got the what big shot. We have big shot, which right. is the New Orleans version of Fago. Um, yeah, and we have we have it in our store. So come on down and get one. Sorry, what was the question about? I don't know. Uh, I feel like you had an ICP story. Oh yeah, okay. That actually includes Brian, so that's perfect. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, so Brian got married. A few years ago, right? A couple of a while ago now, but um. Anyway, so he got married, um, and his bachelor party was ICP in New Orleans, and um, okay. We went in a limo, and um. Zach, the lead singer of Pairs, wanted everyone to. He was like the best man, so he was supposed to organize his bachelor party. He did. He didn't do a great job. <laughs> we only had a limo there. We didn't have a ride back. <laughs> um. Uh, and I think he got really drunk and like bailed before ICP even played and shit. Okay. Um, anyway, I don't know. Pairs is, Pairs is just a compilation of inside jokes and catchphrases and shit. And for some reason, I don't know if everyone was just like all fucked up and just started saying diaper one day, but diaper, oh, diaper, you know, it's just like yeah. the, the, the EP before or uh yeah the ep was called in diapers or whatever it's just okay a lot of diaper jokes there's no deeper meaning than that um anyway so it was like let's all dress in diapers and go see icp (laughs) and i said absolutely not i'm not doing that the drummer just diaper. wait just diapers just diapers no shirt no shirt no pants diapers no 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 um and a lot of them did it i didn't the drummer jarrett didn't we're too cool or whatever i'm like i'm not gonna do that um and the funny thing is that fucking i was like dude these fucking juggalo people are gonna fucking like hate us they're gonna fucking like shit on us and like it's not gonna be did brian go in a diaper yeah oh yeah oh he had to yeah and so we show up and everyone's walking around in diapers (laughs) and all these juggalos were like Diaper boys, like they were stoked. They were fucking so stoked. They don't no judgment. They're great people. Judgment free zone, yeah. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Homies, yeah. Um, and I don't know. The night just progressed into insanity of just everyone being so fucked up and like 
ICP shows or ICP shows. Right. I don't remember a lot of it. I think Brian kept just walking backstage and no one stopped him. And then he, they like, <laughs> you know, like In kept diaper. pushing him out, yeah. you know, and then he'd like changed clothes. He kept borrowing people's clothes to keep sneaking backstage. It's like anything was happening backstage. He just kept doing it. Right. Yeah. Um, it was a good time. Uh, yeah. I was hurting the next day. I was all fucked uh, up. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> diaper boys. Yeah. Yeah. At one point, Zach was trying to organize a diaper march or something. <laughs> Like a protest where everyone was in diapers <laughs> didn't work out. In protest of just just a protest, just a not pro- protesting yeah. ICP or anything. No, no, there's a separate event. Oh, this is different. Yeah. Um. Oh. This isn't exactly. It's just New Orleans is crazy, and right. people just do crazy shit. Um. Right. Anything goes for the yeah. most part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like sometimes it's really fucking funny. Like for instance, over. On Canal Street, there was a sinkhole years ago, and it was during Cinco de Mayo, and so it was Sinkhole de Mayo, and people threw a party at the sinkhole. Shit like that. Right. It's, like, wholesome. There's a page called, um, look at this fucking street, New Orleans. Okay. And it's just, we have terrible infrastructure and terrible streets. Yeah, the streets and are like, terrible. Yeah. There's, like, a street with, like, a giant hole in it. I didn't mean to, for it to go into potholes, only talking about it, but um, <laughs> they, like, people would, like, make these, like, cones, like, a giant, like, six-foot cone, and then, <laughs> okay. like street art for that i don't know um but anyway um this guy matt who was in a band called little bags with zach um before pairs um matt organized this thing called hot walk to hot walk like hot w-a-l-k to hot w-o-k okay okay and basically if you if you know new orleans it's a little funnier but basically it was like a four mile walk from like the Marigny, like next okay. to the French Quarter, yeah. to Chalmette, through the Ninth Ward, and they all like, <laughs> they all walked the like four miles wearing T-shirts that had Sharpie Hot Walk to Hot Walk. Four miles. There. It's like some always sunny shit. Yeah, they, they walked four miles there and then ate at a fucking Chinese buffet called Hot Walk. Then walked four miles back and just like just can you imagine in like in the summer in August yeah. or some shit like just dying dripping sweat in the heat of the sun walking four miles and then just slamming fucking chinese food <laughs> like it's like that episode of always sunny when the weight like, bogs yeah. challenge yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like stupid shit like uh, that you know it's great yeah. yeah man just uh i think we walked about a block and i'm in shorts and i, yeah. I feel like i Shape need to <laughs> reapply some gold bond or something yeah dude it's brutal out here yeah august in new orleans um, but it's, you know, it's what, it's what separates the weak. That's true, the man. Men, yeah. Whatever the fuck. No, yeah. it's, uh, yeah. Uh, do you think you're going to stay in New Orleans? <coughs> um, forever? I tried. Well, hmm. yes, I'll always live here or have some form of home here. Um, for sure. Um, I don't think there's anywhere else I want to live necessarily. Right. I was dating a girl for a few years who lived in Montreal, Canada, French Canada, and big difference the big difference yeah. huge um and that was cool i'm never doing winter again ever um snow and snow yeah snow snow's rough it's dude i i like was having mental a mental mental breakdown like you guys are just okay with this right. you're just no, okay this, with living like this, this walking snow. around in no. this it's like sand but it's wet it's wet and you yeah know? i was like shouldn't there be like a government 
truck that just comes and just gets all this shit out of right. here. Like, get it out of here. Right. You know? And my brain didn't understand. It still doesn't. I don't know. Um, unless I go out of the country, and I don't even know if I want to do that. I kind of, you know, New Orleans is the way for me, probably. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I love New Orleans. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yeah, and the people who are like, I like the culture, but it's dirty. I'm just like, that's part of it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm just like, eh. where, like, and where are you from? You know, and right. like, what do you, and like, are you from the cleanest city in the world? Yeah, yeah. and like, I don't know. I, I just, I've been watching a lot of like YouTube videos about like American infrastructure and how not just infrastructure but just like planning and you know yeah, yeah it's fucked i mean we're the land of the car suburbs are terrible high rises are terrible like there's all these things like there's no sidewalks you know there's right. no public water fountains and like you go to places like europe or australia or wherever the fuck canada and like canada is about the same actually as america but anyway you go to some of these places and it's like just set up different and yeah you don't think it makes a difference but it does it's like having access to transportation and access to work is like that's all you really need in society to like right. all these other things to flourish you know mm-hmm. whereas here it's like oh yeah hey welcome uh welcome to america you need a house you need food you need a car you need insurance is what are you, like you need health insurance you can't just you can't just get sick and like whatever you know it's right. um Anyway, I don't know. But nowhere is fucking perfect, obviously. Uh, But, yeah. um, I think people that hate on New Orleans are probably addicted to the American suburb. And I get it. If you don't, you know, if if, if that's what you want and that's what you love and whatever, by all means. But it's not, I don't know. I'm I'm super proud of my mom the other day. She uh, was talking to my aunt and... They were in the quarter where we are right now, the French Quarter, and um, my aunt, it was like getting dark. My aunt was like, "Oh, come on, come on, we gotta hurry, we gotta get to the car!" Like freaking out, like they're gonna get fucking. <laughs> we gotta bugged. get out of here. It's like, yeah. like, my mom's like, "Chill, yeah. whatever," and she's like, "No, it's dangerous. I don't like being on this side of the lake after dark." And like people say shit like that, and yeah. I don't know. And they live on the North Shore and whatever. And my mom said something to her like, "Hey, you know, I don't." It's fine if that's what you want, but I don't want to live in an all-white, like, bland right. neighborhood, you know? This damn oatmeal neighborhood. Dude, ugh, yeah. I, I grew up in that. It's just, it was just old people, and they're just mad at you for existing and being young. <laughs> Pretty much. And, like, yeah. you know? Anyway. Mm, man. Yeah. Um, We've gone for, like, 50-plus minutes. Yeah? Yeah. I don't know. What, um, I, f- I feel like this is a good episode. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, thank you so much for fucking having me. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming all uh, the way out here. Yeah. New Orleans Swamp Rats. <laughs> um, Shout out. Uh, do you have yeah. any, like, um, closing words? Um, check out Swamp Rags. Check out uh, if you if you want to hear me talk more. I had a podcast called Tour Pass Podcast with my buddy Matt Harmon. Check that out if you want. Um yeah um as far as closing words maybe just like fucking i don't know self-care take care of yourself Mm. and fucking mental health is fucking a real fucking thing you gotta look out for and uh fuck fascism and shit (laughs) right on it's about it's about all i 
Yeah. Respect. All right. Well, Dante, you had options, but you decided to talk to me, and I appreciate it. Absolutely, bud. Thank you.